Welcome to the Gratitude Cafe, positive radio to feed your soul. Your dynamic host and founder, Sue Lundquist, will bring you her own intuitive talents and gifts for co-creating, healing, and teaching. Her show, The Gratitude Cafe, Positive Radio to Feed Your Soul, is focused on bringing you to a higher place each week where you can leave the hustle of life at the door. So pull up a chair and join us for The Gratitude Cafe, Positive Radio to Feed Your Soul. Right there when you need her. Hey, Benny, guess what? My volume's awesome on my headphones. <laughs> see? Oh, if you guys could only see the banter that's going on behind the scenes back here. I'm like, Benny, my my ears are too loud. And he's just, Sue, every time. I've just known wait. you so long. You just have to trust me and understand wait. where I come from. Yes, okay. very true. You are Superman. So what we're talking about, guys, we're in live studio, right? And I have my ears on and... Benny knows that I kind of get excited and I kind of talk the first thing when you loud. come out of the gate. So if I have them already a little high, it's going to correct you off. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, so welcome. Sue Lundquist here, Gratitude Cafe. Good morning, Mr. Benny. Hi, good morning, back. Oh, how are you? How's good. the kids? What's going on? They're Did you good. lose power? Uh, no, actually, we were okay in the Renton Highlands area. I know other areas in our neighborhood uh, lost it for a few hours, but they have since returned. Um, it was a wild night. It, it was wild. It just came on out of nowhere, too. So I hope everyone's okay. And Yes, love and blessings to everybody. Mm-hmm. Be yeah. careful while you're out commuting around to work and to school today, of course. Oh, heavy branches, trees, all of that. Heavy, thing. they may not be heavy. They could be light. It doesn't matter. They're on the ground. However they got there, it doesn't matter. I guess they're heavy. Yes, of course. Because heavy ones fell down. Sir That's Isaac what Newton. I'm trying to yeah, say. Sir Isaac Newton, believe in gravity. It's gravity. It's how it works. <laughs> Uh, you look so cute today. Thank you very much. You're wearing your cougars. Thank you. Well, we're packed 12 uh, champs, or leaders, not leaders. champs, leaders. leaders. Oh, maybe you're not... doing a premonition thingy, my jiggy. I mean, <gasps> I know it's them fighting words right now with yeah. you across the counter from me. But it's all good, you know. Oh, it is. We it's have a bye good. week. We're waiting for Apple Cup. It's in your backyard. Oh, it is in the backyard. So uh, I should say go dogs too, because it's, I mean, because they have to win this weekend against Utah in order to tie. Yes. Which I've been saying from the first game of the year, it's going to come down to the end of the game. Really? Apple, it's going to be. I've, I love it though. Apple I could Cup. go back and pull air checks from how long. Wow. It you hear a, that audience? It's a power wow. year. It's a power year for us. It is a power year. But this isn't a sports show. It's not about it. It's not. It's not. Okay, so it is the Gratitude Cafe. This is Sue yeah. Lundquist and Benny. We yeah. love our banter and, and our, our love and all of that. So you have tuned in to new perspective, new thoughts, new ideas, new you. Uh, let me ask you a big question, and I need your full attention here. Bullying. And I'm not talking about the bullying in the airwaves and the radio and stuff. I mean, that's a big deal. But I want to talk to you and ask you a question. Are you bullying? You may not think what I'm. the question is in, in normal, you know, I guess in normal questions. But that didn't make any sense. But I'm really trying hard to put my English together. But seriously, you, I, I, I know that I have bullied myself and I even cringe at the even thought of even vocalizing that. And I want you guys to really pay attention to today's show because I have a special guest, Mary Hyatt, and we're going to talk about that. Bullying your own body, what that looks like, what that feels like, tools to help you get rid of that um, self negative self-talk and come out shining on the other side. So before we get started, of course, I've got my normal housekeeping that I want to do. 
and um, remind all of you in the iTunes podcast world, I love hearing from you. So please continue to send me emails and your guest requests. I love it. I absolutely love it. Please um, do your due diligence and your call to action would be a five star rating on iTunes. I'd love that if you could do that for us, please. And of course, to remind the audience, if you want a copy of the show, please go to suelundquist.com forward slash newsletter and sign up and get the newsletter. We don't spam. We don't do any of that. It's merely the show, the link to the show, and some freebies that my guests offer. And so it's a win-win for everything. So suelundquist.com forward slash newsletter, and you will get some freebies and, um, of course, the show recorded. All of December, we are doing, we're connecting you with your loved ones, and we're going to do that, myself and Nadine. So all of December, it's a Merry Christmas and a freebie for you. So I'd love to hear from you. So make sure you get your dial and fingers ready for that. But today, we are going to talk about your body image, redefining yourself as that sexy, hot babe. And before we get started, we're going to talk about another superstar that I have on my team, and that's Josh Parkinson with Resonate Brand. Resonate helps you build beautiful mobile-friendly websites, but more importantly, they help you build a web strategy that helps your business attract new customers, grow a following, and get higher in the search listings. And if you want to create an online course or membership that sells automatically without you lifting a finger, they can help you build and sell that too. So please contact Resonate Web Leadership for a free consultation and see what options they have for you. Go to www.resonateweb.agency. That is your call to action, my lovely audience. Resonateweb.agency. You can call them too. Just find their information right there. Let them know that you heard about myself or heard about them on my show. That's what I'm just trying to say. All right. Without further ado, we are going to talk about our bodies. We're going to talk about our inner critic. We're going to talk about our inner bully. We're going to talk about love of our body. The language, all of that. My guest is Mary Hyatt. Uh, Mary Hyatt is on a quest to feel alive and to live a life full of gratitude, joy, authenticity, abundance in body, mind, and soul. Sister, you're speaking my language. Mary believes that every person has the ability to embrace a life and a body they love. Mary is the creator of Babe Redefined, which is a six-week online course to help women make peace with the mirror quiet their inner bully and love their body with and that launches january 2nd on 2018 she lives in the heart of nashville and i can't wait to hear if there's a twang in there i love it love it love it and her days are spent juggling the roles of holistic lifestyle advocate and president diamond wellness advocate for doTERRA essential oils and personal life and business coach she helps clients wake up find their voice and become fully alive you can join Mary every Wednesday at 1 p.m. in that central time on her Facebook live show, which I've seen and I've sent um, some links on my Facebook so you can see her live in person. Um, she dives into raw topics and helps her audience fall back in love with themselves and believe in their potential. Audience, please welcome Mary Hyatt. Welcome. Oh, Sue, I am so excited to be here. I have been looking forward to this for weeks now and hearing your energy, hearing Benny, you guys as the banter. I'm like, this is my kind of show. I love it. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> yes. Thank you. All right. Oh, so fun. Yes. Okay. You know, I that the word bully is is such a hot topic. Um yeah. I mean that's not what we're I mean what 
commercially what, not what we're talking about today, but bullying the body, bullying our self-esteem. Let's get into that in a minute, but I want the audience to get to know who you are and where this, you know, because we all teach what we need to learn, right? Totally. 100%. Totally. So I'm going to yeah. let you take this, sister, and I want to hear your story, and then we're going to jump into the, the other juicy stuff. Perfect. Yeah, so my journey is absolutely what I teach. So rewind maybe six years ago, seven years ago, and I found myself in a place that I didn't even recognize who I was. I can remember this moment of looking in the mirror, and it was like who I thought I was inside didn't match what I saw in the mirror. I was 70 pounds heavier than I am now. I had somehow along the way become completely numbed out completely checked out of life. I felt like I was walking dead. And I had that moment in the mirror where I thought to myself, God, how did I let my life get to this place where I wasn't present? I hated myself so intensely that I was suicidal. I had so much anxiety, so much depression. I was physically very sick with different hormonal imbalances that caused a lot of pain and all kinds of, of different complications. And I was young, I and mean, I'm 30, 31, almost 32 now. And so I was, I don't know, 25, 26 at the time. And, you know, people talk about their 20s, and you think, okay, this is supposed to be <laughs> the, the best time of my life, and I'm supposed to have all this energy, and it's supposed to be great. And it was the exact opposite for me. And when I looked in that mirror, it was sort of that deciding moment where I had to choose to believe that there was some kind of life on the other side of where I was, which was so dark. And I decided in that moment that I had to do something to change. And so what I did was I ended up going onto Amazon. And Sue, I don't know if you've ever had this experience where you just go and like binge buy tons of books. (laughs) And I bought like 20 books on Amazon And I took myself through what I call Mary's Becoming Alive School. And I read everything on, you know, what it looks like to find yourself and discover who you truly are and and why did you start covering that up or masking that. And for me, a lot of the work surrounded my body. You know, how did I let my body get to this place where I was abusing it? I was hating it. I was stuffing it with food to ignore all the emotions that were coming up inside of myself. And all of the pain, all of the the fears, all of the overwhelm that I was experiencing, I was taking it all out of my body. So I had to really repair that relationship with my body, repair my relationship to food, repair my relationship to how I dealt with my emotions, and really dig deep to find the root of what was going on. And for me... The root ultimately was the fact that I was in a marriage that I didn't want to be in. And Mm. I was terrified of what that meant. I was terrified of being my true self. I wasn't really uh, given the space to be my true self. So I was compartmentalizing everything and, you know, only allowing a little small fraction of who I was to show up in that relationship. And, and so I was dying. I was, I was, you know, unable to be my true self. And so I had to come to grips with that. And 
it was it was an intense journey of learning how to accept and love my body that used to really be an enemy to me. It used to be uh, there was this war that I was at with my body, and so so now you know obviously fast forward, I teach on this because I've walked through it. I've been mm. through it. I mean, I've been in that suicidal place to now being able to get my pictures in bra and underwear at a size 12 and being okay with that and loving Yee-hoo! it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Bring it, sister. Freedom. Bring it. <laughs> well, okay, so, so some, and I love that. And, I'm, and I want to bring the audience back to something that's re, that strikes a chord for me and I know many of my listeners, and that's that space to be myself. Can you, mm-hmm. that is so, it's so delicate, it's so scary, it's so vulnerable. I, I, I want to just tap into those emotions uh, for our audience. So, because I know there's listeners out there going, oh my God, you know, I know, I know I can't speak my truth, but I'm not really sure how to define it. And I want to be able to do that. How can I do that? Because I yeah. think you get so trapped. I know for myself, because I've walked my talk, you know, where I did the same thing. I went and got it. I, I have 60, over 60,000 hours of personal development in my back pocket. Ooh. I mean, that's how much of personal development I wanted to create for myself. And then to be able to go into, you know, the, the radio world or life or whatever. And there's a reason I'm telling you this, but I'll tell you in a minute. But I want to talk to the space to being myself and allowing that freedom for the audience. Can we do that? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Oh. Uh, you know, it's that experience where I think we learn this early on. I mean, I think we learn from childhood what part of ourselves are acceptable to our parents or to our mm-hmm. teachers or whomever. And from an early age, we start performing. We start saying, okay, this is love. This is rejected. This is acceptable. This is not acceptable. This is okay. This is not okay. This is bad. This is good. And because we're unable to filter as children, we obviously our inherent desire and need is to be loved, is to be seen as lovable. And so we begin kind of creating a pleasing image, so to speak, that makes sure that we protect ourselves from rejection, from somebody denying us, from... Uh, bullying, whatever it is, we learn really, really quickly what is acceptable and what is not. And so for me, it's like wearing different masks. You know, I had a mask for my relationship with my parents. I had a mask for my little girl who was the school Mary, for my friends, for my church. You know, as I got older, for different boyfriends and eventually my husband, you know, I had all these different masks that I wore that I know, okay, this person can handle this part of me. This person can handle that part of me. And you get really good at becoming that chameleon, but none of it's integrated. Yes. You know, none of it, none of it is the full you, the full version of you because we're protecting ourselves from pain. You know, we are protecting ourselves from protection. I mean, rejection. uh, rejection. Yeah. Rejection. rejection. All of that. And it's scary. And that's real. I mean, it's, it's even as an adult. That is the number one fear that we have is being rejected on some level, emotionally, physically, whatever that is. You know, we are afraid of rejection. And, and so it begs the question, am I enough? Mm-hmm. If I show up as my true self, if I risk being seen, is that going to be enough? Will I be lovable? And so when you're searching 
to find that answer from validation from other people, it's always going to be risky. It's always, always going to be scary. And it's and it, it will be rejected because you simply can't be everything for everyone. Okay, wait, we gotta back up. Woohoo! Big goosebumps here. Guys, this is what we're talking about. You guys hear me talking about this, but I love, love, love what Mary Hyatt's saying here. Going externally about and asking the question, am I enough? If you go out externally, uh, reaching out, whether it's your children, your husband, your spouse, your coworkers, if you go out to them to look for that validation and that love, there is going to be rejection. There's, there's going to be some kind of rejection. You've set yourself up to have some kind of rejection because you have to start with yourself. You have to start with your love, the love for yourself. And that's why Mary's here today. I just I had, yeah, to, I had to put a big tag right there. No, it's so good. And otherwise, it's so fragile. You know, yes. your love, your lovability is dependent upon everybody's opinion on you. Ugh. And that's, I mean, that's a scary, fragile place to be. And you're working on eggshells and all this other, oh my God. And that's a metaphor for so many other things. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's, it's so scary and it's, and that's so real. And even as adults, we're doing this. Oh yeah. We are walking around on eggshells, fearful that if we say the wrong thing, if we have an opinion as a woman, if we have a preference, if we disagree that we are going to be rejected, we might get fired. We might be left alone. We might be abandoned. I mean, it, it's, it almost feels as if it were survival, you know, yes. this lovability being on the line. It's like, I'll just shut up. I'll do what you want me to do. I'll create this pleasing image for you so that I'm going to be loved and accepted. And that feels safe. That feels secure. But what happens is, is you deny your whole self and a part of you dies every single time you say that. Every time you make that compromise to only show up as a fraction of who you are, to eventually you wake up and you don't even know who you are anymore. Like, who am I? Okay. What am I doing? Yes. Let me say something that really struck a chord with me. And this is coming up because this is super juicy. And I want to go back to that I am enough thing and what you're talking about right here. Because I have said for years, and this was my own awakening, but I have said for years, it's harder to be honest, not only honest with yourself, but everybody else around you, because Mm -hmm. you are stepping in that space of rejection. You're stepping in that space of having to stand in your own arena, right? It's much easier to, oh my God, it's much easier to put on the chameleon. It's much easier to lie. It's much easier to people please. But the moment that you choose yourself amongst anything else, and you can do that with love and compassion, you don't have to do it with anger. And by doing, and doing meaning um, saying saying no to protect yourself in whatever the situation is, you can do it in a compassionate way. And not only are you taking care of yourself, but you're also setting an example for the people that are around you and and showing them how to say a respectful no. Absolutely. And it's brave. I mean, you have gone your whole life not having a voice. Saying no, that's a scary word. That is a word that, especially as women, we aren't familiar with. We haven't been, you know, kind of given the green light and permission to say, it's okay to say no. It's you know, smile, nod, you know, especially I live in the South, like oh, yes. you mentioned. And so <laughs> that is, that's really strong here. <laughs> you know, you just kind of shut up and yeah. smile and nod and whatever. And there's ways to do it. And sometimes for me, I say to people at the beginning, when you're learning to find your voice, when you're learning how to speak up a little bit for yourself, 
you don't have to be rude or be mean about it. You can simply give yourself a buffer of time and say, oh, gosh, I, you know, I appreciate you asking me. Um, let me get back to you tomorrow. Yep. And, and giving yourself a little window of time so that you can pause and step out of your people-pleasing tendency Ugh. and ask yourself, do I really want to commit to this? Is this something that would bring me joy? Is this an easy yes? And if it's not, then you've just bought yourself some time to give yourself sort of that build up to come forward and say, you know what, actually, I'm not going to be available to do that. Thanks for asking. I so appreciate it. Or, you know, nope, this isn't going to work for me this time. I hope you come back and ask me next time. You know, you can do this in a loving way, but you kind of create the space for you to get comfortable saying no. Yes, I love that. You know, I learned, and and I don't know if you've heard this before, but I learned, and I'm, I'm going back to the people-pleasing and protecting yourself and putting up boundaries. I've done shows, full shows on boundaries, and I think you, you can relate to that. Take the word try out of your vocabulary. It forces you into a yes and no answer within yourself and then also going to the person who's in front of you, and that puts, puts you in a position emotionally where you have to set up your own boundaries. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Take the word try out of your vocabulary. Isn't mm, that yummy? So good. Oh, ah. I love that. Woo. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Well, that was good stuff. I love that space to be myself, um, not being rejected. So not being rejected, in other words, uh, going outside of yourself to find that love. What about... I don't know how to love myself. I don't know how to prove to myself, um, encourage myself, pat myself on the back to say that I am enough. Where do I start? Yeah. I love that question because that, you know, we hear all the time, okay, well, love yourself, love yourself. Yeah, yada, yada. When (laughs) when you hate yourself, when you loathe yourself, you can't love yourself. That's like the furthest furthest thing from it. And so it's almost like, Answering that question in some ways is jumping the gun because we have to rewind and look at this hate. We have to look at the abuse. We have to look at our internal dialogue and get really curious about the language that we're using as it relates to ourselves and our body because there are a whole host of wounds, a lot of shame, a lot of memories and trauma associated with the reasons why we feel like we aren't enough. And I love affirmations. I'm a huge um, advocate for using affirmations. But there are some times when, you know, you can't just say, I love myself, I love myself, I love myself, and expect that to work when you haven't looked at what caused me to hate myself in the first place. Where is that stemming from? And the place that I like to start with people is looking at this body bully because mm. as women, where we see this hatred pop up the most is in relationship to our bodies. And every single one of us has a body bully, a bully that starts very early in the morning. <laughs> and, you know, its job is to remind you that something is wrong with your body that you don't measure up, that you are flawed. You know, it starts in the bathroom when you turn on the shower and you take your clothes off and you look in the mirror and you think, oh, you look so fat. Mm. You know, or you're walking down the street and you catch a glimpse of yourself in the mirror and, you know, you kind of gasp and you're like, oh, my God, my stomach is so huge. 
Or, you know, maybe you're just hanging out, you're doing your work at home, and you glance down at your thighs and you think, God, how did I let my thighs get so big? They're disgusting. You know, it never takes a break. You know, this, this kind of internal dialogue carries on all day until we finally go to sleep. And if you think about bully, like, I, see, I like what you said, that bully is sort of a charged word yes. right now, you know, in yes. our media a yes. lot. But we think about it externally, like there's somebody out here who's bullying my children yeah. or, you know, yeah. politically, whatever. Um, so we don't pause to think about, okay, what does that look like for me? And if you think about the definition of the word bully, it means to threaten, to hurt someone, often frightening that person into doing something, forcing them or frightening them into doing something. Look at that little inner demon doing that to yourself. And when you're looking at the body bully, this particular bully forces us to do penance for how disgusting we are. And our only option is to repent. So we have to obsess about our food. We work out excessively. We diet. We restrict our food. We get surgeries. We buy new clothes. We get new makeup. The list goes on and on. And we're just basically trying to pacify and make sure this this bully doesn't get too angry again, you know, that our (laughs) user doesn't hit us again. And so we go to penance. You know, we want to make sure that we fix everything that they say that is wrong with us. Oh, I'm so guilty to that. Okay, so I'm going to stop the audience because I'm going to be totally transparent because I'll have some wine and I'll have a yummy poo-poo platter and I'll be like, you know what? I'm just going to run extra long tomorrow. Yeah. Totally. That's my mindset. Totally my mindset. Yep. We we do penance because we've attached morality to food. We've attached morality to pleasure, to enjoyment. And so if we enjoy ourselves too much, if we eat bad foods, you know, or we succumb to a guilty pleasure, you know, we have all this morality attached to it, then we have to go repent for our sins. We have to go do penance in the gym. We got to make sure we burn off the calories we ate last night and (laughs) all of this, you know, we can't trust ourselves. And, you know, I think about the bully and the bully was created long ago inside of ourselves. All right. You know what? Okay. We're going to, we're going to take a quick commercial break because we're going to stop there because we're going to get into some juicy stuff about the bully. Morality to foods, morality of your guilty pleasures, relationship to your body. What's that inner dialogue going on? If you want that self-love to feel that I am enough, be brave enough to rewind, look at the pain, look at where it caused, what the cause was, and where that's coming from. We're going to get into the tools as soon as we come back. We've got Mary Hyatt right here with us. Sue Lundquist here with the Gratitude Cafe. We'll be right back. Christmas is the entire month of December on the Gratitude Cafe with your host, Sue Lundquist. Join evidential mediums and psychics, Sue Lundquist and Nadine LaGreca for the whole month of December. Yes, every Tuesday in December, Sue and Nadine will be offering free readings so you can connect with your loved ones for the holiday season. Don't forget to call early, 888-298-5569. That's 888-298-5569 every Tuesday in the month of December from 8 to 9 a.m. Because it's Christmas all month long. 
Having trouble picking up the alternative talk 1150 signal? Well, whether you live in Portugal or Puyallup, Tasmania or Tacoma, India or Issaquah, you can get alternative talk 1150 programming streamed live on your computer via our website, 1150kknw.com. It's true. Just visit 1150kknw.com and click on the Listen Live button. Make sure you have an audio player installed that will play streaming MP3 audio such as Winamp, iTunes, or current versions of Real Player or Windows Player. Visit our website for more details. Remember, that's 1150kknw.com. Chances are, if you're listening to the Gratitude Cafe with Sue Lundquist, you already know what so many others know. This is a special show hosted by a special woman. If you own or manage a business, Gratitude Cafe is your chance to align your advertising message with the power of the positive. Best of all, the options are affordable, so you can stretch your advertising dollars to reach even more listeners. Learn more today at 206-300-2227. That's 206-300-2227. When you went car shopping, you meant business. You ace vehicle history searches and test drives. You out salesmen to the salesman. Now you've got your wheels. If you manage that, you can get your retirement plan on track. Visiting aceyourretirement.org can help. With 401k tips and smart saving strategies, you'll have the info you need to get more for your future. Go to aceyourretirement.org because when it comes to speeding past financial challenges, you're an ace. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Attracting the wrong things in your life? Blocked? In transition? Can't seem to get clear? Let Sue Lundquist, Intuitive Clarity Coach, guide you through to confidence and sustained positive change. This is achieved with easy, practical tools you can use in your everyday life. Call now for your personal one-on-one Clarity Coaching session with Sue to get back to who you really are, confident, purposeful, and positive. Call Sue at 206-300-2227. That's 206-300-2227. Following the herd is fine until they lead you off a cliff. Think for yourself. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. All righty, welcome back. We're jumping in. It's the second half of the show. We're talking about your body bully. Listen to that language, your body bully. We are talking to Mary Hyatt. Her website is www.maryhyatt.com, just like the hotel, M-A-R-Y-H-Y-A-T-T.com, maryhyatt.com. I want to remind all of you, she's doing a six-week online course to help women make peace in the mirror and their inner bully, and quite honestly, to love your body. That launches January 2nd. I highly recommend that you get on, on board with that. And also to remind all of you, she does Facebook live events every Wednesday. That's 1 p.m. Central Time. I don't, Benny, do we know what that is, Pacific Time? I don't know. What, I'd have to look up the Central is two hours. Is it two? Mountains. So 1, 12, 11. It'd be 11 o'clock okay. our time. Mm-hmm. So she does 11 o'clock Pacific Standard Time on Wednesdays, Facebook Live. Again, you can actually you could just go to Facebook, which is um, Mary Grace Hyatt. Again, Mary Grace Hyatt. And find her free events on Facebook every Wednesday. We are going to come back in. We have been talking about uh, finding love within ourselves. Do you have anxiety, depression? Um, are you numbing yourself out because you truly don't feel that you have space or the safety to be yourself? Um, fear of rejection. 
Are you talking about yourself that you don't you don't think that you are enough? You are enough to be yourself. Well, we here, Mary Hyatt and myself, are going to help you to be brave. And we're going to teach you and we have been teaching you to rewind and look at that pain and look at what's causing and where that's coming from. That pain's coming from. Look at that inner dialogue. You've got a relationship with your body. It's got some morality attached um, to the foods, to the pleasures. I, I, I gave the example for myself. Yeah, I, I go and indulge the night before, and then I go on an extra run the next morning or whatever. It's, there's some kind of dialogue within myself that I'm saying, oh, I had a guilty pleasure, then I got to go burn it off. So next, we are going to focus on um, how our bully is created, and then we're going to shift into that internal dialogue and give some really good practical tools so I'm going to welcome back Miss Mary Hyatt. Welcome back, love. Thank you. I can't wait to jump into all of this. All right. Juicy stuff. Take it, girl. Okay. So we're looking at how is the body bully created? You know, if it's coming in and it's abusing us and it's making us pay penance, where the heck did that sucker come from? Yeah. And for most of us, we have a kind of body bully origination that happens when we're young and somewhere along the way, whether that was when you were, you know, in elementary school, you had a moment where you woke up to the fact that your body wasn't good enough. For me, it was being in the lunchroom and my friend asked everybody how much they weighed. I think I was in fifth grade and I said a hundred pounds. And for whatever reason, because I was a hundred and not 99, that was really bad. You know, all my friends kind of looked at me like, Ooh, yikes. And so in that oh moment, gosh, I didn't think it was my body. I remember that. You're right? totally, yes. Every, yeah. Everybody has one of those stories where all of a sudden, like, you've just kind of been innocent and you're just, you know, enjoying your body. You don't yeah. think about it. And then all of a sudden, you know, somebody says you're fat or somebody says you need to go on a diet or something happens, some kind of trauma. And all of a sudden now you wake up to the fact that how could my body have been against me? Like, I didn't even know, you know, there's all this shame and embarrassment. And what happens is, is we learn that the only way to survive with a body that is against us, that's betrayed us, is to hate it. At least that's our dialogue. You know, it's not, yeah. Yeah. And so we end up having to belittle it, berate it, abuse it, bully it, because we're now at war with our body. You know, it's too fat. Our thighs are too big. Our head is too big. Our feet are too big. You know, I'm thinking about like the awkward stages, you know, when this happens when you're little. Okay. So and, I've got, I'm going to say, I'm going to segue just really quick. Cause this is a really yeah. good example. I, until you said that I told, and you know, I'm almost 50. I didn't, I completely forgot. And of course it's a Petri dish of junior high and high school of judgments and nasty sure. stuff. It's just awful. But just, you know, and I've got three teenage girls, um, 18, 17, and 14. And in this day and age, everybody wants to have that big Kardashian tush. And Mm -hmm. when I was going to school, heaven forbid you had curves. And I'm hourglass. I'm fully hourglass. And I've got curves. And they're they're looking at me going, Mama, you're so juicy and you got a tush. And I'm like, okay, back (laughs) when I was a girl... That right. wasn't the right thing to have. No, it yes. was like the heroin chic. Oh my, you know, yeah, kind of total skin spinny, you know, skinny little mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, but I get that, and, and it's the awareness, right? Yeah, and that's the problem with our, you know, beauty industry and our diet industry. And I have a whole section about this in my course. How the target's always moving. 
Is this the six-week six course that you're talking about? Yeah, this okay. is the six-week uh, Babe Redefined course that comes out okay. in January. And I start out talking about our beauty myth and the, the myth that there is an ideal beauty. And the reality is, is that ideal is always changing. You know, like you said, when you were in high school, as opposed to now, it's completely different. I mean, completely. all you have to do is look at eyebrow trends oh, and geez. realize, like, you know, back when, I mean, my still, my eyebrows are still recovering from plucking them <laughs> so much. And it's like, I have to pencil them in now because now the whole thing is bushy eyebrows. And oh. so the target's always moving, but we end up taking that out on ourselves versus saying, hey, this is a system that's broken. We think we're broken. And so now the dialogue is, oh, my God, I'm disgusting. I'm ugly. I need to go on a diet. The shirt is too tight. Nothing fits me. I feel so fat. You know, my, my thighs are too big or my butt's not big enough. You know, this is, this is the, the time that is coming in with our body boy. And it's bashing us. You know, it's picking apart everything that's not perfect and judging it. It's comparing ourselves against everyone else mm-hmm. and sizing ourselves up and seeing where we fit in, knowing that, you know, we're probably not going to be as pretty or as skinny or whatever as somebody else. And then we get the shame that comes in and something is wrong with us. We are broken and then it becomes part of our identity. And that's when it gets really dangerous is when we start taking this on as truth. Mm. And then we think, how can we change this? So we crash diet, you know, we skip out on parties, excessively work out, avoid mirrors, avoid sex, stop buying clothes. We don't put our bathing suit on. We don't go to the beach. We restrict. We binge. We purge. You know, it's like the laundry list of trying to fix ourselves. Because all of a sudden now we are broken. Yeah. That's the identity we've attached. And that is crazy and also makes total sense when you look back at the history <laughs> of where it began. You're like, oh, well, of course. Like that was my, you know, my sweet little precious baby brain. <laughs> That's all I knew to do. And the Petri dish, well, yeah, and then the Petri dish of junior high and high school of judgment overload. Oh, it's so gross. It is so gross. But the the cool thing is, is that if we can make ourselves believe that we are disgusting, that we are gross, that we are unfit to be in healthy relationships or we're going to be alone, then we can also make ourselves unbelieve those thoughts, too. Mm. It's subjective. It's like somebody handed us, you know, this this manual for hating yourself, and we gobbled it up. But we can switch out the book. You know, we can learn a new language, and we can choose something different. We can choose to believe something different. And so just because somebody's telling you doesn't make it true. And this is where I kind of want to shift in and talk about, okay, well, then how do we do that? What yes, does that like? let's do that. Okay. The how-tos cool. are so, good. The how-tos. Well, yeah, it's like. Everybody knows this this body bully. We're, I think everybody can say, yeah, yep. yep I was there yep. this morning when I tried my clothes on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she, was, she was there in my closet. Today. I was bloated um, or whatever, whatever the language yeah. is. Yeah. Yep, exactly. So the first thing that we have to do when we're looking at the first step of shifting our internal dialogue is we have to identify the voice. We have to ask ourselves, hey, where is this voice coming from? Whose voice is this? You know, who says, like, let's identify the fact that, hey, this is the bully. Because when we're not identifying the voice, we think it's our own. We think that it's truth. And so we almost have to, like, call it out and identify it. Say, hey, wait a second. Now, this is my bully talking to me right now. This is my bully. So we have Mm. to identify the voice. That gives us power to shift it. 
love it. And of the awareness. Say, like, the awareness. And for me, sometimes I'll say, Oh, wait a second. That that was my sixth grade boyfriend. That was that that was his voice coming through right then. Oh you know, brilliant. That, you know, or you know, that was my my sister. That was whomever, you know, that was my dad. Or and that was the little, yeah, that was the little tiny petite gal, and I'm six foot, saying I should be 98 yeah. pounds instead of 120, you know? Right. Oh. Yeah, it's like, whose voice is that? Yes. Let's identify it, because then it, then it gets separated from you, Yep. and you can work with that. So that's the first step, identify the voice. Now, the second step is to acknowledge it. So oftentimes what we want to do is pretend it's not there and stuff it. And say, la, 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 I can't hear you. <laughs> you know? But we have to acknowledge what it's saying. Like, bully, I hear you. Because the bully, in a weird way, is just trying to protect us from getting rejected. So it's just making sure that we've got our, you know, stuff in line so that we aren't rejected. So it wants to be heard. So it's as if it's this character, you know, kind of in our inside of our heads that we can say, okay, bully, I hear you. I know that you're afraid of rejection. I know you're afraid that you aren't going to be loved. And I hear what you're saying. So just acknowledging it then is going to shift you into the next step, which is to challenge it. So we've identified the voice. We've acknowledged it. Now we're going to challenge it. So do I want this to be true? Mm. And so this is where we come in and draw that clear boundary where we say, I don't want to believe that. I don't want this to be true. So I'm going to need to turn the volume down on you, bully. Uh, You're not going to be in the driver's seat anymore. We're going to put you in the back seat. We know it's not going to go away, but you don't have front seat privileges anymore. I love (laughs) it. In the back seat. Yes. We got to challenge it. We've got to draw that clear boundary. Do I want this to be true? And the answer is no. You don't want it to be true that you are ugly or fat or gross or disgusting. We don't want that to be true. So we got to draw the boundary. Nope, I'm choosing not to believe this. This is a lie. No, thank you. You're in the back seat. Love it. And then the fourth and final step is to call in your loving self. And I'm sure you've probably taught on this a lot, Sue. But this is where I, as women, I would encourage you guys who are listening to think about how you would speak to your daughter. Mm. Because we have to imagine our bodies as that little girl. Because that's when the abuse happened, that's when the trauma happened, that's when we started to believe we weren't enough, is when we were little. And so we have to speak to her in that way. Like, what would happen if you spoke to your daughter the way that you speak to yourself? I would never. Like, you would never. No, no. You would never. So you have to call in your loving self. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, we just want to know that we are lovable, that we are enough. And so for me... I think about just like a very nurturing woman and I'm just like, Oh, sweetie, you know, you are so loved. Your body is perfect. You know, since through a lot, you are fine just as you are. And I know you're scared. I know you're self-conscious. I know you don't feel good, but you're not broken. You know, I love you just the way you are. You know, we call in our loving self to give us that validation inside of ourselves that we need to hear in that moment. When we're afraid that our lovability is on the line, that we aren't enough, that we aren't worthy of love, we got to call in the loving self and have her speak to us and remind us of who we are, the truth of who we are, that perfection. So we have to identify the voice, acknowledge it, challenge it, and then call in our loving self 
to remind us of who we truly are and that we are enough just as we are. Mm, you're not broken, sister. Not broken. It's the system. The system is broken. <laughs> yes, yeah, the system. It's not you, sweetheart, the audience, male or female, all of you. You're not broken. You're yeah. simply not broken. You've got the tools. So one, it, what we're talking about with Mary is shifting your internal dialogue. So one, it's the awareness. Who's, who's saying what? Identifying that voice inside of you. Two, acknowledging what is saying that. Is, it, is there a bully inside of you? That, what's going on inside? Acknowledge it. Bully, I hear you, but you know what? No, thank you. Three, challenge it. Do I want this to be true? I think this is a really, number, step three is really, really powerful. For me, that really rings a chord. So challenge it. And I love that you offer that tool to ask the question, do I want this to be true? Mm-hmm. Ask, I love that. I seriously, Mary, I love that. Do you want this to be true? So turn that volume down. You are no longer front seat privileges. I love that. <laughs> See yep. you later. Done. Draw the boundary. That's number three. Challenge it. And then four, call in your loving self. My nurturer, lovely ones, how are you speaking to your children? I mean, that's a really good um, example if you have children or how would you speak to your best friend? You certainly wouldn't mm. be critical and judgmental. You would be encouraging and nurturing and loving and holding that space, right? You're yeah. not broken. So step one, two, three, four, those are your tools. I also, we've got plenty of time, but I also want to remind the audience, Babe Redefined is a six-week online course that Mary's got. and She's going to launch January 2nd. I highly recommend you doing this. Um, get in touch with your inner self, get in touch with your inner bully, get the awareness, uh, get the tools. She's really going to help you do that. And then also in the meantime, to keep your awareness fresh, you guys hear me talk about my maintenance tools. I have those. This is to maintain that awareness and keep this, this thought process in, in the front part of your brain. So you, you've, you've got that awareness. You've got it right in the front seat. Let's do that. This is Mary every Wednesday, and that's 1 o'clock on Facebook Live. That's 1 o'clock Central Time. Uh, I believe that's 11 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. I know Mm -hmm. I've got Belgium and Canada and all that, so I'm just going to give you Mary's time, and that's 1 p.m. Central. That's Facebook Live, and Mary's Facebook page is Mary Grace Hyatt, at Mary Grace Hyatt. Hyatt is just like the hotel. Uh, you can get her website and more information at www.maryhyatt.com. That's www.maryhyatt.com. There are so many things that she can teach you and talk about. Reconnecting um, with your body, removing the triggers, finding the pleasure uh, in the moments, how to reject the diet mentality and busting the myths. Um, she talks about three myths of our diet culture. She can talk to you about that as well. How to honor your feelings without using foods. We briefly talked about that and covered it in the first of the uh, part of the, the interview. So you can go back and look at that if you want to. But also go to Mary's website. And of course, reminding you, Babe Redefined, it's her six-week online course. I love, I love, love, love this topic. So Mary, we've got about seven minutes left. Um, where would you like to, what's, what's coming up for you right now? What would you like to you talk know, when about? I, yeah. When I think about the bully, you know, we have this, this practice now of creating more awareness, really allowing ourselves to challenge it and, and get clear on 
okay, what's the truth about who I am? Then, you know, we need to look at redefining the word babe. Mm. And in our culture, I mean, everybody right now probably has an image in their mind of somebody who they would consider a babe. It may be a triggering image. It may be a memory image. It may be something you saw on TV. But we all sort of have this picture in our mind that is triggering. And for most of us, like, let's get real. Like, we don't feel like we're a babe. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's like, okay, I'm still in my pajamas, and I'm going around, running around, and we don't feel like we are that babe. And so that word, I realized, talking to the people in my course, um, man, that feels like I have to be Barbie. That feels like I have to, you know, live up to what the magazines and movies and commercials are saying a woman is. And I can't be that woman. Like, I can't be. And so what happens is, is when we feel like we have to be the babe, but we can't be, then we're in this prison. Yes. We feel like we are trying to chase after something that's unrealistic. Like, there are so many different types of bodies in this world. So many types of different bodies. I mean, I, I always say that it's like, if you look at dogs, this is kind of a funny analogy, but if you look at dogs, like, how many different breeds of dogs are there? You know, we're going into... Thanksgiving here in the U.S. and they had the big dog show, you know, on the Thanksgiving <laughs> Day Parade Day. And it's like there's all the, you know, there's Sharpays and there's Golden Retrievers and Labs. And there's the long length ones, there's wrinkly ones, yeah. there's thin yeah, ones, there's, there's no hair ones. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and the same is true for people. Yes. You walk outside your door and you're going to see all the different types of body types. Everybody who is just in their own body and you look at media and it portrays one body. And so how are the 95% of us supposed to meet up with this, you know, 5% of people that's displayed in the media? Like it's not going to happen. Even if you got surgery and starved yourself and worked out every day, like it's not going to happen. Okay. okay? But I have to say, don't, and I, I hope you would agree. The media is shifting. I mean, definitely way. Oh my gosh. Thank heavens. And I think Dove has been a big proponent of that, of showing people of different sizes and colors and shapes and all of that. Yeah. So I commend the media for doing that. Yeah. Thankfully we are seeing a shift and we're seeing that more, more body diversity is being represented. We have a long, long way to go. Yes, we do. It's certainly better than it has been in the past. Absolutely. But a lot of us are trapped in the 90s or yes. in the 2000s and it's like even though we're seeing more body diversity we still have our high school brain or in, trapped, our, in our head or trapped in the 80s <laughs> yeah or the 80s yeah it's like all you know those generations yes we are getting to the point where we haven't updated the story we haven't updated what we're seeing in our brain so we're still holding ourselves to that standard of the 80s and 90s and 2000s right and so it's it's we're slowly kind of getting there, but we have to begin, you know, if, if it's, this is constantly changing, we have to begin to create our own unique standard of what makes you feel beautiful. Our what makes own you culture, feel our confident. own, yes. Yeah. And so I always say there's five questions to ask yourself so you can guys see for yourself, okay, how would I define the word babe? What does babe mean to me? Let's redefine it. And so the questions are quickly, I feel the most confident when dot, dot, dot. So just fill in the blank. When do you feel most confident? Second question is, I choose to define beautiful as dot, dot, dot. Third question or third fill in the blank. 
my body feels the best when dot, 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 force fill in the blank. I feel the most myself when I dot, dot, dot. And then fifth fill in the blank is when I am embodying my badassness, it looks like dot, dot, dot. It sounds like, it feels like, you know, when you're in kind of that place where you just feel confident, you know, what does it look and sound and feel like? And so you can kind of get curious about what makes you feel beautiful and go in to curate your own new definition of the word babe for you. Oh, I love it. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to redo that and you're going to help me fill in the lines. Okay. I want to create my own culture. I want to, I want to redefine me as a babe. I'm confident when fill in Mm -hmm. the blank, define beautiful for me as fill in the blank. Mm -hmm. My body feels best fill in the blank. I feel most myself, fill in the blank. When I am in my badass, confident self, I feel fill in the blank. Right? Yes. Yep. Oh, I love it. Top five (laughs) questions and shifting that internal dialogue. If you are just tuning in, my goodness, people, you missed the whole show. It's been incredible. We talked about um, shifting the internal dialogue. One Who's saying? Identify the voice. Two, acknowledgement. Three, challenge it. Four, call in your loving self. These are the how tools. These are your call to action. This is what you need to do. You guys know that I love practical tools. And I I ask this for all of my amazing guests, um, of course, like Mary Hyatt. And we've been talking extensively about what that inner bully looks like. Um, how uh, the the external life is uh, affecting you and how you can change that and repair yourself. Do you have anxiety, depression? Um, We talked uh, briefly, uh, Mary had some hormonal complications. All of us with women, we're going to have those ebb and flows and it's always going to evolve. So number one, please give yourself a break. Take a deep breath. You are a rock star. You are awesome. And just just take a deep breath. You are. You'll be brave. And give yourself the space to be who you want to be. Um, let's not get wrapped up in that judgment and the rejections and all of that. Stop numbing out. Get the help that you need. We've got the off, We've got really great tools here in the last hour. Mary's also got Babe Redefined. It's a six-week online course. You can go to her website, which is Mary, is it, it's Mary Grace Hyatt or is it just, no, it's just MaryHyatt.com. I want to make sure I got that right. It's MaryHyatt.com. And then the Facebook live event is at Mary Grace Hyatt. And that is on Wednesdays at one o'clock central time. So just go on her Facebook. You can actually follow it and then get all the information there. So we talked about the how-tos on shifting the internal dialogue. Then we redefined you as the babe. Creating your own culture. Be confident when, fill in the blank. Define beautiful as, fill in the blank. My body feels the best, fill in the blank. I feel myself, fill in the blank. And my badass confident self, (laughs) fill in the blank. All right, Mary, it's been an absolute delight. We love you guys all. We'll see you next week. Until then, each of you are a gift. Get out there and share yourself with the world. If you like the show, help more people find us by adding your review of the show on iTunes. The more reviews we get, the more people we can reach with this inspiring message on the Gratitude Cafe. Simply search for Gratitude Cafe in iTunes, hit subscribe, and add your honest review. It would help us immensely and we'll be forever grateful. It's one of the best ways you can give back to the show with your review. 
Thanks for tuning in to the Gratitude Cafe. Don't forget, every week is a new show, and you could submit your questions at sulonquist.com forward slash gratitude cafe. The show goes live at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time in Seattle on Seattle's Alternative Talk AM 1150. You can also call in to the show at 425-373-5527 or 888-298-5569. Find the live streaming link at sulonquist.com forward slash gratitude cafe. We'll see you next week.